Ramble Room. Isn't that like the typical song that plays at games, like basketball and football, or not football, but like hockey? You know what song I'm talking about? <laughs> You're just looking at me. What? Isn't that what usually plays? Yeah. It's the Wait, what the fuck? It's the Y'all ready for this? Hey. Anyway, hi guys. Um here's my story for you today. Because Melissa's a moron and I need to tell somebody about it. What? So here in our family, here at Illyria, we don't discriminate based on gender. Um, sorry. Anyway, here in our family, Christmas is kind of a big deal. <laughs> like, I feel like a good portion of us do our shopping early. Oh, yeah. I and definitely did this year. I 100% did. Most of my gifts <laughs> were bought. I know what story you're going to tell. Were bought for people. And, you know, I, I spent a lot of time <laughs> thinking about what what could I get my family, you know? Um <laughs> Chris, Caitlin, mom, dad, all came pretty easily this year. Melissa, I was like, what could I get her that would like really knock her socks off? Because Melissa and I, because we're the only single ones in our family. Why was I the hardest? You were the easiest for me because I have lots of things to choose from to get you. No, I have lots of things, but I wanted, I I had so many I had to pick. Right. Okay. I got you. So Melissa and I are like the closest in our family right now. Like just based on what we know what we're into and right. stuff and also like everyone else is married we're the only two single pringles so i got melissa it doesn't matter if i say it on the podcast because guess what she already knows i got <laughs> melissa we, one of our favorite movies is, is knives out which we have to do a podcast on at some point in our life oh it's so good and there's this mug in this movie that says my house my rules my coffee yeah. And it's one of the funniest things because it used to be Harlan, the old man's mug, and then... The or someone that lived in that household. Right. It was somebody's mug that lived in that home. And it's just kind of like an iconic mug that you yeah. see in the movie. So I found this on Etsy and I was like, oh my gosh, it's perfect. So I bought it for her and it was in my closet for <laughs> three weeks. She texts me a picture while I'm at work. Look what I bought myself. The <laughs> bitch bought herself the mug that I had already got her. And I texted her and I said, you idiot. And she goes, ha, 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 ha. And I said, no, you're a dumbass. And she goes, why? And I said, well, I guess we have matching mugs now because I got that for you for Christmas, you doofus. And she was like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it pissed saw, me off. I saw it on Amazon and I was like, oh, I gotta get myself that. <laughs> but then I was like, I guess I should make it a rule that like starting in September, don't buy anything for yourself at all. I was so mad at her. I was like <laughs> at work, I literally I literally told my coworkers, I was like, my sister's the stupidest person I've ever met. I can't believe she did that to me. Now I gotta find her something else. Yeah, I was so irritated with her. What's funny, though, is I got you a mug for Christmas. I'm not telling you what's on it, but it's it's completely different from that mug. <laughs> but I still got you a mug. 
I was so annoyed. I was like, you got to be kidding me. And then she goes, well, if it makes you feel better, I won't buy anything else. And I was like, you better not. If you do, I'm going to lose my mind. I said, at least it's a good thing. Like, at least I know that I know what you would like. But That's true. Jeez, Louise. It made me so upset. I was at work just stewing. I was like, moron. <laughs> Ruined my Christmas plans. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's all right. Have you seen the shirts, though, that have the... It's just like the first initial of every word of the... Um, you know what? I did kill Fran. Well, I guess I didn't. So what do you have me oh, on? Yeah. Have you seen those? I like was like, what is this YK, blah, blah, yes. blah. And then I was like, oh, because, wait, because at the end it says, you vicious little bitch. Yeah. And I was like, oh, VLB, that's got to be like vicious little bitch. Yeah, this whole, has whole to be his speech. whole speech. And I'm obsessed with it. I know. Well, because they have those things where it's like, it's not I love you. It's and then they just do all of the first initials of like a nice romantic speech. Mm-hmm. But instead, this one is like his entire monologue. Yeah, it's funny. Um, I love that. So we watched Double Teamed, which is officially the first movie for two thousand two. Boop. We have finally moved on, and here's my one sentence pitch. It's really short. Love to see it. <laughs> two sisters become world famous basketball players. <laughs> Stop. That is not what it says. Let me see. That's the one sentence. That is messed up. It's so short. That's not even, that's like the end of the movie. That's not even part of the plot. I know. This is the worst synopsis I've ever heard in my entire life. What in the world? This says, here's a better one maybe. This says, based on the life stories of professional identical twin basketball players, Heather and Heidi Burge. Okay. That's, that, I'll give it that because it's the true story of them. So also, I'll give it that. This is directed by Dwayne Dunham, who does a lot of Disney Channel movies, at least so far that we've seen. Dwayne Dunham and music by Christoph Beck. That's like the things I look for on these <laughs> yeah. things. I don't know who did the music for this. Somebody who's probably deaf. So it's fine. Well, okay. Beethoven was deaf. Who Wasn't it Beethoven or was it Bach who wrote the Suck My Ass song? What are you talking about? So, or no, it was Lick My Ass. What are you talking Lick about? Lick My Ass. You're talking about a German song? No. Yes, you I'm are. Looking at, I'm looking it up. Eri, it would be German if it's Lich. Lick My Ass. Lick mir den Arsch, That's German. I know, but the, the translation is Lick My Ass. Lick it cl- nice and clean. I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding you. It's like my arse, but... Well, maybe he was writing a hate song. I was just saying. I think it's pretty funny that Mozart was like... Have you heard, like, the 1930s jazz singer? She, like, sang a whole song. Or actually, most of her songs were known for her dirty lyrics. She's iconic. She's insane. I love her. Fucked all night and all the night before, baby. And I feel just like I want to suck some more. Great God, daddy, grind me, honey, and shave me dry. Yeah, I don't doubt that she caused some. And when you hear me holler, baby, I want you to shave me dry. Hang on. <laughs> Lucille was not fucking around, okay? No, she like, was serious. Anyway, let's dive into double teamed. Yes. So. As I said, this is based on it, loosely based on a true story about two twin sisters. Okay. I will say this movie has another workaholic parent. 
<clears throat> yeah, this dad sucks. But he takes it to like the next level of not only being a workaholic, but his work is getting the twins to college, basically. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's like a stage dad. Yep. A dadager. He's a soccer mom. He's so annoying. Honestly, all of these dads in these like early movies suck. I don't know if they get better, mm-hmm. but right now they suck. Um, remember Dad Napped? They get better. Okay, yeah, you're right. Well, Wizards I'm, of Waverly Places, Dad. Yeah, better. you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm just waiting because they suck right now. <laughs> so this is supposed to be set in 1985. I mean, I don't really think they did a good job of the no. costumes because nope. their costumes pretty much look like the early 2000s. <laughs> yeah, it's like they didn't try. Nope. They're like, we're not gonna try to pretend this is 85, even though it is. It just didn't really come across that way. And then they're trying to tell us that they're trying to tell us that these two actresses are 14. <laughs> There's no way they're 14. <laughs> they're not. They're 14 and I'm 12. <laughs> I just There's no way. Uh, anyway, so their dad is moving them out of their past school into this new school for them to try to get to better colleges with their scholarships for sports. Yeah. Because they both do, what do they, they play volleyball. Yeah, they both are volleyball players. Yeah. And um, when they come to this new school, first of all, they didn't want to have to go to the new school. But the dad's like, well, we won't have to move. Just we can't, we can't tell them that we don't live in the district. Well, it's not that he, he's, he, his plan is for them to move eventually. Oh, But he's saying, let's keep it a secret that we haven't moved yet. Okay. Because they are supposed to be in the district and living within that district in order to go to the school. Right. So there's Heidi and she is the one that um, when they would play volleyball, she always felt like she was playing in Heather's shadow because she's, she's probably the least athletic out of the two. Yeah. She, she's just doing volleyball, I think, because she just kind of got roped into it with her sister. Yeah. So when they get to this new school... Well, and she's always wanted to do other things. Like, she's, yeah. she loves theater. Right. She's always wanted to do stuff like that. So when they get to this new school, she like, wants to go try out for the play. Right. Volleyball season is done. They have to wait for the, for it to come back around. Right. So they they both are trying to find, like, an extracurricular so they can make friends and all this other stuff. And yeah. Heidi is like, okay, theater is it. Like, in yeah, the offseason, I want to do Yeah, this is what I'm going to focus on. And Heather is like, oh, she somehow wanders into the she gym. Wanted, she went to the gym because she wanted to work out. Then she wanders into another gym because there's usually multiple gyms in yeah. schools. And they're playing basketball. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. And he's like, oh, the whole point is that they're very tall. Yeah. So now the coach is like, uh, we need you on the team. <laughs> just because you're tall. Right. And she's like, I don't know. I'll think about it. And she ends up joining the team. Right. And because um, she's the more athletic one. And she Heidi wants ends to do up it. getting in the school play, which is Wizard of Oz. Right. Yeah. She gets the part of Tin Man. Um, and then while Heather is getting into the basketball team, she kind of forms this rivalry with one girl. Who is what's her face from Gilmore Girls? <laughs> yeah, she's in Gilmore Girls. I don't remember. What's the mean girl's name? Nikki? Oh, it's Nikki. So she meets Nikki. Uh, they kind of have this rivalry going. I can never say rivalry. I know you can't. It's great. I love it. <laughs> so rivalry. Then, eventually, they come home at some point throughout all of this, 
And the dad says that he's now enrolled Heidi to play basketball. Yep, because he's he's been seeing how active it's keeping Heather, and he's like, you gotta stay in shape. And this will get you a good scholarship so that you can play professionally. And it's like, Heidi doesn't want to fucking play professionally, you piece of shit. I hate this dad. Yeah. I was so mad. This dad literally pissed us off, like, throughout the whole movie. Because it doesn't make any sense. Yes. Like, if they play volleyball, that's what you need to be focused on. Besides the fact that Heidi's like, theater is a place where I can escape the shadow of my sister, first of all. And second of all, it's something I enjoy doing and I love doing and I want to see it and be a part of it. And Heidi says to her dad, I've already committed to doing this play. He's like, well, too bad. He's such Which, a piece of shit. Yeah, it pissed me off. Well, yeah. Because then Heidi's like, oh, this is all my sister's fault. She's like, oh, my sister, whatever. Right. Heidi thinks that Heather it put was a, her dad up to it. conspiracy. Yeah. And, he- and Heather doesn't want Heidi on the team. Yeah. Because she wanted to just do basketball by herself. Yeah. So now they're both dad at their, now they're both mad at their dad. They're both dad at their mad. <laughs> And, uh, and so are we. <laughs> so then they are forced to start rehearsing. I hate I practicing. hate sports movies. So then they start practicing for basketball. <laughs> I hate sports movies, but you hate them because you always call it rehearsal yes. or audition. I can't help it. I it's just end up trying rehearsing. I don't know why it, it's my theater brain goes to rehearsal. I do that all the time though. I'm like. Okay, you going to rehearsal? You mean practice? And it's like, fuck you. Yeah. It's so funny. then they are practicing. Um, and Heidi and Heather are not getting along. Nope. Nobody's getting along with Nikki either. So it's like almost a three-way rivalry where they all hate each other. Please don't say three-way. <laughs> um, I will say, though, that Heidi joins. We missed this whole part. Heidi is not a part of the basketball team yet. She goes to a party because her friend from the theater troupe invited, invited her. her to come with her, But which is at Nikki's house. Heather had earlier implied to Nikki and all the rest of the girls that they come from a rich family. So when Heather and Heidi end up at this party, right? Or is it just Heidi? It's just Heidi at the oh, party. Okay. Heidi lies about their wealth. I don't think it's Heather. It's just Heidi. Heidi lies. Oh. And she's like, yeah, our our driver dropped me off blah 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 oh okay okay so it's just heidi it's just heidi who's lying about Cause it because then heather's like why would you lie about that right are you dumb and then once they're both on the team nikki starts asking them questions about where they live and right. and, and heidi's kind of continually lying like it just doesn't make sense right for her to lie because like, I get you're trying to hide where you live because you don't live in the district. But I feel like her lies made her look more suspicious to Nikki, which made Nikki want to explore that more. So then she investigates. I think somehow she ends up in the principal's office. Where does she, she ends up somewhere where she's able to look into their file and find out where they actually live. I don't know how, though. It's I not the don't. principal's office because they have it on file that they live in the district. Yeah, I don't remember because she goes and leaves the note that's like... This is where they actually live, and they shouldn't be attending this school. Right. And she leaves that in the principal's office. But I don't remember where she goes to get this information. Right. I don't know if she stalks them or... Yeah, I don't remember either. Either way, they get found out, and they're forced to move fast, you know, faster than they wanted to. Yeah. I will also say that Heather started to get a, have a crush on this boy, 
um, who's on the boys' soccer uh, basketball team. Oh, yeah, that's right. And once Heidi joins, I thought it was going to be made a bigger deal of, but it is not. Um, his name is Galen. <laughs> I didn't know that's Gosh. his name, but that's his name. Shut up. No way. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. So she she develops this crush on this guy. But it, it kind of they kind of make it seem like he likes Heidi and not Heather. Right. They they made a they made it weird. I know. Wait, to but not he, follow through on anything, it, they made it weird. He doesn't end up with anyone anyway, so No, it, it makes it a weird plot point to add though. Yeah. So they end up moving into this apartment complex. Yeah, because the dad goes into the office and the principal's like, you have to either move or get out or get out of our district. Yeah. Or get out of the school. And he's like, well, but the school is good for my kids. And he's like, then move. So they end up uprooting, taking everything in their home, their house, and moving into an apartment. Yep. So now they're. Okay. Why this didn't piss off the mom more than it did? Why anything the dad did didn't piss off the mom more than it should have? Do you know what I mean? Like the mom just was like, okay, yeah, let's move. Yeah, force our child to do this. Yeah, that's okay. She isn't any better, in my opinion. Yeah, I know. The mom's very passive. She doesn't really do anything. No. Kind of like the mom in um, Motocross. Yeah, she sucked too, sort of, at the beginning. All the parents suck in these movies. So now they're in this apartment. Hello, my name is Joseph Trudy, but you can just call me Trudy. And I'm Trudy. And you're listening to KVCHS and NBC, NBC, DFJ. Trudy, I have a big product for you today. It's a big product? It's a big product. Okay, what is it? It's called Bed Frame. A bed frame? It's a bed frame. You How know, do you long, even frame a bed? Long begone the days of sleeping on a mattress that is just on the floor. Really? What the fuck is a bed frame? A bed frame is actually, a, it could be wood, it could be metal, it can be plastic, but you put it up in your room and you put your mattress on it and it lifts your bed off the floor. Okay. It causes less back problems. Really? Yes, How because it's, it, there's more support under it. Okay. Instead of just sinking down to the gr- ground. I don't see how that could be possible if you're sleeping on plastic. But it, most of them are made out of wood and or metal. Okay. Neither of those why, sound comfortable. Why do you... Well, you, you have box spring under it as well. What the fuck is that? It's another piece that you can add. What the hell? How many pieces are there? Um, how much three? does that cost? Oh, it's very cheap. A billion dollars. What the fuck? For three pieces. Well, why doesn't everyone have a bed frame then? Because this is fresh off the market. We just are now selling these. Oh, that's right. You're right. I've never heard of a bed frame before. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so what else do you do with a bed frame? That's pretty much it. It's more to um, complete your room. Can you light it on fire? You probably could, unless it's made out of to- just metal. What are you talking about? So, like, if it's a wood, no problem. You've never lit metal on fire? What kind of life have you been living, Judy? Have you been lighting metal on fire without me? I've been lighting certain things on fire where I shouldn't talk about it. Right. How many have you set on fire without me? How many metals? Yeah, how many metals? I don't know, Judy. How many without me? 
I don't know. Before, not I'm talking. I'm not talking before we started um, doing the podcast together. I'm talking about after we started doing that together. What after are you we talking burning, about? Are I'm you th- trying to incriminate yourself? No. After we were burning metals together, how many have you burned without me? I plead the tenth. That's twice the fifth. The fifth twice. No, I plead the tenth. I specifically plead the tenth. What's the tenth amendment? Mm, let me see. I plead the tenth. I plead the second. Um, I'm pleading states' rights. The federal government has only powers delegated to it by the Constitution. All other powers are not forbidden to the states. They're reserved to each state. That means I have rights, states' rights. I plead the tenth. <laughs> well, you can get this bed frame and um, box spring if you really want. Are you an anti-federalist? I'm an anti-you. Okay, that's a good answer. Oh, it's backslash Drudy You never said how much it is. A oh, billion wait. dollars. Oh, that's right. For you all did. three pieces. I'm sorry, you did. You said that. You said that. You said that. How much is it individually? If you want just a bed frame, it's like 50 cents. What the fuck? So I might as well just get the whole thing for a billion dollars. Exactly. Okay, fine. All right. Well, um, back to the podcast. Back to the podcast. All right. And we're back. They go to like their first basketball game. Yep. And they win second in that first game. But Heather gets the MVP award. Yeah. Because Heather, like like we said, is the great athlete. She's kind of the star athlete. And, of course, Heidi, once again, feels like she's in her shadow. Well, and it doesn't help that her dad, like, praises her. Right. He always, it. like, goes up to Heather, Heather and starts hugging her. And then Heidi just kind of walks behind, like, okay. And the mom's like, I know. Yeah. It's like, shut up, mom. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, in, in this apartment complex that they've moved into is also... Galen? Galen? Galen. He also lives there. Yeah, but we find that out later. Because first, after this first game, they find Nikki. Nikki is sitting there by herself after the game when they come back. And they see that she looks sad because her dad was not at the game. Her dad is never at her games. He's always preoccupied with his business. Another workaholic dad. Yep. And they feel bad for her. So Heather and Heidi first go up to her and say, hey... We're having dinner back at our apartment. This is after they go to New York. That's the first game. Is it really? They go to New York on their first game? Yes. Interesting. So he's never, he's never at her games. So they invite her to come over to their apartment for dinner. And this whole movie, she's been like the thorn in the side, the antagonist. Like she's not been a good person. Obviously she got them. She tried to get them kicked out of the school, like all this other stuff. Yeah. So then she agrees to go with them, and they end up having a good time, and Mm -hmm. they become friends. And then they start playing basketball in the... Courtyard. Parking lot. It's like their courtyard parking lot of the apartment. And we find out that Galen lives lives at that complex. And they all start playing, and they have this whole, touch me, Galen, game. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? (laughs) Yeah, but that sounds gross. But that's exactly what it is. They're just like, oh, can you show me how to shoot a basket, Galen? It's stupid. He's like, all right, you stand here. And he moves them. Right. And then he's like, you stand here. And then I think when it's Heidi, 
He goes, you stand here. And she goes, oh, here? And he has to move her again and again and again. Yeah, it's stupid. It's really dumb. Well, they end up playing basketball. And then there's another game where Heidi, the coach tells Heidi, I want you to throw these free throws. She gets selected when Heather is usually the one that gets selected. And the dad goes up to the coach and says, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Put Heather on that. That's your best chance. And he goes, I'm the coach. Heidi's our best chance. Sh- sit down. Shut up. Right. Which, good on the coach. Yeah. And this ends up making Heather jealous, too. And it's like, Heather, what the fuck? Yep. So, <laughs> so Heidi... She kind of gets this like moment of victory and she feels really good about herself. But now Heather's all jealous. So there's a little bit of like tension there for a little bit. Yeah, because then once the game is done, because she wins, she shoots like two free throws and makes it. And um, the dad is like, yeah, Heidi. Yeah, the dad is such a flip flop asshole. Flip flopping. So then this causes Heather to get all fired up and she ends up doing like a one on one with Galen. Mm hmm. They're playing, and she plays so intensely. Yeah, because she keeps playing. They're, like, sweating their asses off, and Galen's like, all right, we need to take a break. And she's like, no, again, and again, and again. And he's like, okay. And then she ends up falling and twisting her fucking ankle because her dad's pressure on her to be good at sports is too high. And then the mom comes out, because Galen's, like, trying to help her back into the apartment. The mom comes out, helps her. Then the dad comes out and Heather's literally just weeping and saying, I'm sorry, dad. I'm sorry. And the dad's like, what? I don't know what gave you the impression that I would be upset. And that just reminded reminded me of like our dad. Like when I crashed the moped, like I remember being like, dad's going to kill me because the (laughs) moped's broken. And my dad was like, why do you think that? And I was like, homie, we got a lot of issues. (laughs) So then during the next game, she has to sit out and then Heather's able to look from the background and see, oh, okay, our team needs like to learn the value of teamwork and together and it shouldn't be all about me making the most shots. Right. Oh my God. I just remember this movie. I just remember what happens in this movie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I, I forgot that this happens at the end of the movie pretty much. And yet there's yeah, like eight paragraphs for after this. Isn't that what? insane? So she's stepping back and going, oh, it's not all about me. And it's like, yeah, Heather, what the fuck? So then they're all playing. They're sort of doing okay, right? Yeah. They're they're kind of neck and neck. Their dad's gone. Yeah, the, the dad's gone. And we're like, where the hell is the dad? But he shows up a little bit later with Nikki's dad. Yeah, he like went over to Nikki's dad and was like, get your ass over to this game. Which was sweet. Yeah. But... It didn't redeem the dad. He's still It didn't redeem either dad. Because to me, if what it takes for you to show up for your kid is another person's dad Mm -hmm. coming to you and saying, hey, there's a basketball game. Yeah. Nikki would really appreciate it if you were there for you to go, oh, I really should go. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. No. She tells you every time she has a game. So, you know, you knew that there was a game. Right. And you had to have some other adult. Why did an adult come tell you? Why did an adult male have to come tell you? Sexist (laughs) ass. So then Heather decides they need me after literally observing and saying I shouldn't be the superstar. Well, somebody somebody falls and can't play. Oh, okay. And he's like, we need another. We need another. And she's like. I'll be right back. 
She's on crutches, folks. Heather's on crutches. She leaves the the platform. And it, is the, it is the slowest exit because <laughs> she's in the on history. crutches of exits and then she leaves and she comes back and it's the slowest walk of all walks and she's in her like basketball uniform and she's like i'm gonna play she <laughs> legitimately says put me in coach and he's like you've got the bummest ankle in the history of bum ankles what are you talking about and she's like just trust me coach i can do this <laughs> <laughs> but yeah and then she gets into position and it takes her like 15 minutes to get into position. And they're like, don't move. And she's like, I can do that. She's like, I won't move, but I'll shoot the last shot. So but she doesn't. I don't know what she does. Oh, no, I do know what she does. So <laughs> this last play, the, the one sister, I think, passes the ball to Heather. Like Heidi passes the ball to Heather. But Heidi earlier had showed her this weird ankle foot move that she does. Do you remember this? Dude, I fucking forgot. Earlier in this movie, Heidi was like showing her, yeah, this is my trick to loosen up my legs. <laughs> and it's like a like a going back and forth, like bobbing on your on your feet. It's hilarious looking. But they do it in slow motion. And then she picks up a little bit of speed. It's almost like a slow clap. But with <laughs> like she's revving up she's revving up and and then heather does this and supposedly this magically makes Heals her ankle her work ankle. her or ankle does she shoot the last shot or does she throw it to heidi i can't remember this was the other thing they mentioned quite a bit oh it's heidi heidi <clears throat> gets it yeah they they mentioned it quite a bit <laughs> is that heidi and heather have like this weird twin telepathy thing right where sometimes they'll throw and they just know right that the the other one was going to catch it Right. And so that happens like three times maybe. Right. One time it, she misses or something. But this time they did the footwork. So now Heidi makes the winning shot and yeah. they all win the game. And um, it's then terrible. the movie ends <sighs> with the girls being approached to go to like summer basketball camp. And like they're they're like, uh, maybe there's some talk for women's pro league in the future. So now, this is what's upsetting. So now, Heather, we get a flashback, flashback, we get a flash forward to the future. And Heather and Heidi are now playing on, like, opposite collegiate basketball teams, right? Yeah, somebody's, one of them's playing for I don't know who someone. they're playing for. But I just don't understand, because then it's, you know, obviously, before this flash forward, Heidi and Heather say to their dad, we forgive you, dad. Because Heidi's like, I actually like basketball, but I don't believe Heidi. Well, this is the other thing is that you said that the true story isn't really. Yeah. Like, like Heidi liked theater, but she was okay with doing basketball. Yeah, she wasn't as resentful about the whole basketball thing. Which, if they had played it off that way, then fine. Right. But they played it off like Heidi's dream was to do theater. Right. And the dad messed that up. Yeah, now she's doing pro college basketball. So it just made, like, me irritated at. The dad and it kind of Heidi for giving up on that so quickly. And they tried to redeem the dad again because he goes, well, you can go to drama camp during the summer. It's like, what the fuck is that going to do? She do still doesn't get to do theater during school. Either way, the movie ends with them like facing off against different teams and they're like looking at each other like, we got this. It's stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's dumb. Um, what's your moral of the story, Mel? Don't force your kids into something that they don't want to fucking do. End of story.
What's right. yours? Uh, same. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like... I feel like that's really the biggest moral of the story. The only other thing I could come up with would be don't favor the child that's doing the best. Right. Like, don't have a favorite kid, regardless of whether or not it switches, don't have a favorite kid. Because you're always going to have, either your kid's going to be resentful of you, or your kid's going to be resentful of that favorite kid. Mm Mm-hmm. True. And when you're twins, I can't imagine that being great. (laughs) Anyway. All right. Well. Okay. Bye. Bye.